This is just a disclaimer from us here at The Art of Giving Out. This is a podcast made by people. People talking about their experiences, their struggles, and things that we are not qualified to give medical advice or advisement on. If you're suffering from depression, anxiety, suicidal thoughts, or uncertain by anything, please do not get your advice from a podcast. Reach out, seek a professional, a friend, or a family member, and know that it is okay to ask for help. If you have suicidal thoughts and live in the United States, please remember you could always call the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline phone number at 1-800-273-8255. Thanks. I'm still trying. I'm still trying. Hello and welcome. This is The Art of Giving Up, your podcast for giving up, giving up, giving up bad days, bad ways, bad friends, unfortunate relationships, and of course, as always, I am your host, Steven. This week, we're going to be talking about something like every week. Something that is close to my heart. Because I have a big heart and it's full. Full of what? Full of love. Love for who? Love for you. Not enough love for myself, unfortunately. But that's what we're here to work on. This is a rotating, moving safe space that fits in your phone, that fits in your pocket. That's what this is. This is your safe space and it's definitely mine because it's really hard sometimes it's really hard to find a place to find a voice it's really hard to find yourself in this world where you're so bombarded by so many outside influences and impulses my phone is in the other room because I tell you recording or not I would have my hands on it and this is kind of just the nature of the world that we live in and whenever i find myself coming to whenever i find myself conscious and really wanting to do things and to find myself motivated it's like i'm gonna do a podcast and then i get you know i get i get uh i get all sad and sure well i don't know what i'm gonna do it about i'm not Maybe I should just quit. I've done like a million thousand episodes now, and I don't know, quality of them was kind of up and down. But you know, I just, I'm, you know what? I'm gonna dig in my heels and I'm just gonna do it. And that's kind of become my new mantra: is dig in, dig in, like you know, like if there was like sand or dirt or something, stick your foot in there, dig your foot in, and see they can't push you. Dig in and walk forward. 
because it's better than doing nothing. And, and this is kind of a thing where I think that we all have trouble with, and I've tried to reiterate this over a billion trillion episodes, is you just have to do it. When I first started the podcast, not that my view was different, but it was less articulate. My view was very, well, the view that I expressed was very suck it up and do it and it's going to turn out okay. And that was me really trying to be positive. When the reality is sucking it up and doing it anyway doesn't make it good. Sucking it up and doing it anyway doesn't make you good at it or make you better. But, but doing it anyway is better than doing nothing at all. And this is the key. The key is that you cannot progress unless you do something. So, what have I progressed at? I have a thing that I do now. I podcast. I have little business cards. I give them to people. Oh, I listen to my podcast. Oh, the QR code. Which apparently, I should have put the URL on there because people don't realize. You just point your phone, camera at it, pops up. Whatever podcast listening thing you're on, because I'm on Spotify and all that stuff now, it works. People don't really get that, but whatever. I podcast. That's what I do. What's your podcast about? Oh, um, it's about uh, being good er person. Because yeah, I do not have the complete vision for this after two years lockdown. But I have a thing, and I don't know about you, but having things is a huge part of our identities, right? When I was younger, I used to go to like uh, this arcade called Chinatown Fair. Every Friday and Saturday, would hang out on Friday, sleep on a bench on Friday night, or whatever, whatever, and just do that. That's what we would do. We would go, we would play DDR. We would play DDR. Nothing else. Maybe watch people play Tekken, Street Fighter, I'm trash, you know. I would go play DDR, Jana, 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 whatever. Max 300, uh, whatever. Dun, 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 whatever. But, 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 whatever. I have no rhythm. <laughs> but that's what I would do. And it became a huge part of my identity, right? And then from there, I, I was a vampire freak for many years. And then I participated in helping promote and, and help out at events and putting up the things in the building, doing everything, helping, right? While I was doing that, I also, as I mentioned last episode, was like a staff member for the bunks on the ground. I would be at the door or downstairs or helping out in the kitchen, just participating and cleaning up after. And all those things became my identity. And then after, these things go away because this is what happens, right? Everybody from VF, except for Jet, who owns it, and it's awesome. Everybody who worked there, Annabelle, still goes to the events, but it doesn't work there anymore. JC, who was like the number two there, he's traveling, he's finding himself, and he's a really great dude. And, you know, the people that I know have shifted away from it, except for a few people, but I can still talk to them. The bunks on the ground, things happen, people get married and have kids, their priorities shift, you know, things happen. And I found myself with nothing. I didn't realize that. I didn't realize kind of until recently that 
every part of my identity was really dependent on these things that other people had done. My identity was formed by going to these places, participating in these things. And yes, I would not say I was integral or whatever, but I would say that when people would think of the Bronx Underground, lots of people think of me. Lots of people think, well, that guy with the dreads. Wow. Oh, yeah, of course. I remember you. You were always there, always there. You were always there. People who went knew me. Everybody. I feel like I was definitely a part of that community. And for Vampire Freaks, too, there was a part for a while where I was a huge part of the community. But it wasn't mine. It wasn't my thing. It was something I participated in and something that I allowed to take up all of me and become me, which is okay. To a degree, to have things that you're passionate about and have things that you like to do and like to participate in. But it wasn't my thing. And I really need my own thing. And this is where this is. When I first started this, I didn't know that's what I needed. A friend of mine uh, who was working on a plane cast, probably a plane cast, a podcast called Plain Book Brooklyn Girl or something. Um, she's awesome. And within like a week of me thinking about starting this podcast, she was like, I'm going to start one too. So she went out first and she bought a mic. Then I went out and I bought a mic. And then we both sat there for like four months or something without doing anything. And I was like, just do it. And she was like, I will. She was like, you just do it. And I was like, I will. So one day I just did it. And I said to her, have you done it yet? She was like, well, I don't know. I don't know how it's going to come out. I don't have any ideas. I don't know. It's not going to be good. And this is kind of where the theme of this episode comes in. People who are good at things don't start out good at them. People who are good at things are not magically talented. Now, there are some people who wake up and they draw a straight line and it's like, shit, I can draw. And then they just like become amazing. But for everybody else, they get up, they suck. And they suck for years. And they put out bad content and they struggle in school. No, no DeGrasse Tyson, who is eloquent and has all these ventures you think he was great in every single thing in school you think he didn't have girlfriends and skip class sometimes and maybe he was a better student than we were but you know he wasn't perfect he put the effort in he just started younger than our dude you know when he was younger he just looked at it he looked at the effort he looked at the things he had to do and he prioritized them and he sucked at it and he kept sucking until he sucked a little less and a little less and a little less Nonetheless, and you keep doing it until you don't stink anymore. This is how it works. This is the key. We have to dig in. We gotta, you know, it's kind of like life is this like never ending hurricane that's pushing and blowing and snow and wind and all that crap just at your face pushing at your face and you just have to move forward because eventually either you'll get past it or it'll stop 
and you'll be stronger for it. You know, like I'm gonna bring this down to like make it real, like you're digging in in the snow, right? You're moving forward, right? Now imagine you're moving forward into the snow and you hit your head down, right? And you're like walking, I don't know, kind of weird, on sideways or whatever. And your legs are like, you kind of stand up straight. But you realize to yourself, hmm, maybe I should bend down a little, bring, pull my arms in. Maybe I should lean forward a little. You're learning. The struggle is teaching you. You're being educated by your time. And the amount of effort that you put in is probably honestly equal to one one hundredth of the knowledge that you get back. But if you continue to struggle and you continue to work, you will get it eventually. Now, you might not be the best, not going to lie. Whatever your goal is, no matter what your motivation is, you're probably not going to be the best at whatever it is that you want to be the best at. But maybe you'll be okay. But maybe you'll be okay. Maybe you'll be able to wake up in the morning and you'll be able to say to yourself, I'm getting better at this. And of course, let's 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 be fair, let's be honest. If you do things inefficiently, the the return you're gonna get is less, right? Because you have to work smarter, not harder. Now, you can brute force your way into learning lots of things, right? You can sit there without any outside influence and write 16 books, read 16 books on writing books, and eventually become okay. Or you can go to school and have someone teach you the method, and then you write two books, and you read like three books, and then you get as good as the amount of effort you put before the amount of effort you put forth is not really equivalent to your return but it starts with the effort it starts with the energy that you put out and this is not some secular circular energy you went into the world and it comes back to you but if you align your 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 motivations and your passions then you're gonna get what you want to a degree, okay? You're gonna you're gonna move forward to that. Now you might think to yourself, well, I'm going to school for this and I don't really feel passionate, but I have to do this because I need to make money. Well, guess what? This is not what I do for a living. I make zero cents. I make a negative sense. I've lost infinitely more money doing this than I have just existing, okay? But I'm doing it and maybe one day it will give me one dollar back but you don't have to do your passion for a living immediately I mean people I work with who are artists and people I work with who have other jobs and have other things to do who have other motivations and other businesses I work with lots of people who do that because they're better than me and also because you don't have to let what you do to make rent be the only thing that you do we have motivation for a reason we have energy for a reason and no matter how tired we get we can do it and whenever i hear stories about there's a guy whose name i can't remember i'm terrible um 
he's like the first person ever to uh, get released from prison because of DNA. His life was absolutely terrible. Horrendous. His life was horrendous. He's all positive and he's written three books. He could not read. And when they were beating him because he went to the bathroom with the cop, apparently. Yeah, telling somebody else's story. He went to the bathroom with the cop when they were transporting him. And then the cop was using the bathroom. So he walked back to the car. The other cop saw him and didn't and thought he had like killed the other cop. So start chasing him so he escapes accidentally. And when they eventually catch him, they beat the crap out of him. They beat him like half to death. And as they were beating him, he thought to himself, I'm going to learn to read. And I'm going to be a good person so I can show them. And I'm like, yo, people with like no legs run marathons on their hands faster than freaking athletic, completely able-bodied people. People dying from cancer motivating and moving people can do these things and i'm sitting here doing nothing and that is what motivated me because i am able-bodied i'm not quite able-minded but i'm working on it we can do it we have the tools and the access with or without money this is the thing that's never changed because i was born poor i was raised poor and i'm gonna die poor but i'm gonna tell you something we have the access Especially in New York City, where I'm from, we have the access to the tools that we need. We have the access to the internet. Everybody, everybody got internet. You got internet access. This is what we have. And this is the world that we're lucky to live in. And we have an infinite well of knowledge. Just an infinite well of knowledge just there pure and empty and yes there's shit crusted around it and there's manipulation and there's lies but inside the crusty gooey middle there's a little bit of love not really love knowledge pure knowledge pure raw information and all you need is the motivation that i don't have so there you go you gotta dig in you have to make it happen Fortunately for me, that's what this is. Fortunately for me, I'm fortunate enough to have something that I want to do. And that's talk. Because I never shut up. I want to thank you. And I mean you listening to this. I want to thank you for coming into this safe space with me. I want to thank you for joining me in my journey of self-improvement and in my journey and I hope that I can do something to help you because we are all infinitely spinning towards greatness. At least better than we are today and better than who we were yesterday. Because we are not, we're not all born saints and we're not all born with original sin. We are born flawed. We're born with just opportunity. And of course, being black, I know that some of us have a little less opportunity than others. But it's there. And we can do something, anything. So I want to thank you for helping me kind of come to terms with who I am thank you 
participating. This is your podcast, Art of Giving Up. And like always, peace. What if I move?